Okay, so this is going to be your um, your preview for what we're going <laughs> to talk about today. Okay. You ready? Yes. Okay. So what we're going to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? Look, Flex, first I say what we're going to do. Then you say, I don't know. What do you want to do? Then I say what we're going to do. You say what you want to do. What we're going to do, what you want. Let's do something. Okay. What do you want to do? Any idea? Is it a flight of Concords? I don't know what Concords are. No, I have no idea. <laughs> Those are the vultures from the Jungle Book. Oh. Their, their famous scene. And to be fair, um, those are, are, I think they're supposed to be turkey vultures. Oh. But turkey vultures wouldn't live in that part of the world. So are they we, may be a different kind of vulture. Are we doing turkey vultures? We are talking about turkey vultures Yay. today. Yeah. I love turkey vultures, and they're so weird. I know. I'm super excited. So uh, it was my turn, my episode, to do an episode, and that's that's what we're going to talk about today here on CritterCast. It's Cassie and Karina, and we're at it again, sharing cool facts about our animal friends. We make stupid jokes, and we laugh a lot, but we also like to learn, so give us a shot. We'll talk about snails and their tweezer teeth, or gush about our love of manatees. We'll tell you why owls are so scared. Welcome to CritterCast. Episode 35. I am your co-host, Karina. And I'm your co-host, Cassie. And this is our super cool podcast about the wacky, weird, wonderful world of animals. Oh, or wildlife, if you want to be alliterative. Well, but it's like, you know, WWW, like, I don't know. <laughs> the the oh, wonderful world of Disney. Oh, yes. But it is really just two, you know, like the wonderful world of Walt Disney. Yes. I guess. That's what I was kind of going at. Disney, don't come at us. It's fine. Or come sponsor us. Um, Disney uh, would never associate with us. No, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But for those of you who are joining us for the very first time, welcome to CritterCast. We are so excited to have you listening to this episode on this journey of, of animal information. <laughs> yes, we love you. You were beautiful. And also, we appreciate how you never leave your wet towels on the floor. Okay. I, I sure hope you don't, because if you do, please exit. The door's that way. <laughs> um, this is our informational podcast. We try to keep things light. We try to keep things fun. We are not experts here. Nope. And if you are a parental figure and you are listening to this to see if you'd like to share it with a childlike figure in your life, maybe just give it a listen first. Make sure that you feel like it's appropriate for their maturity level. Absolutely. It's always a good thing to preview content. We, we do not have a parental filter here, so you will need to be your child's parental figure. Um, this week we are talking about, so the way we usually do it is we swap off who is primarily responsible for the research and we surprise the other person with the critter of the episode um so so in our intro you heard me surprising cassie with the fact that this week we are talking about turkey vultures because this week i researched turkey vultures and that's what's up i'm so excited yeah i know that's one that you've wanted to do for quite a while yeah and we haven't done a bird for a while and we haven't like when we have done birds they've been smaller birds yeah since turkeys was really like the last larger bird Mm -hmm. and uh, vultures are around the same size they are built differently right we will get into that right but they're around the same size um before we dive into you know the 
the basic facts and all that good stuff we always like to get out of the way. Um, do you have any, you know, like any just like burning stories about vultures or like, no, I mean, specifically turkey vultures? I, I do have a good wildlife story. Oh, do you want to tell it now or do you want to save it to the end? I'll save it till the end. Oh, okay. You yeah. think it's that good that it's, we really just have, really we have to good. build it up? Yeah. Sounds good. We will get there. Um, so we can just then go ahead and dive right in to what we're talking about today, which is, of course, turkey vultures. So their genus species is Cathartis aura. Yeah. Which is fun because cathartis literally means purifier oh, in Latin. That makes a lot of sense with the uh, role of the turkey vulture right. <laughs> in the ecosystem. This is what they do, okay? This is who they are. Let them be who they are. They are the great purifier. I wonder if anyone's ever started a turkey vulture cult to <laughs> worship the great purifier. You mean like in, like in Firebringer, like Starkid's Firebringer, yeah. where they worship the duck? Yeah, they should have worshipped the turkey vulture. I don't know why they picked a duck. Vultures, Lord. Vultures, <laughs> I see why they did duck. Yeah, duck is easy. It works better. For those of you who are sitting there in your car or at home or getting ready to go to bed or whenever you listen to our podcast and you maybe can't think off the top of your head what a turkey vulture looks like, they are large birds with generally dark brown or black feathers and a bald red head. And like kind of that white ruffly collar and the longer silvery white um, flight feathers yes. at the at the ends of their wings. And I think now probably you can see, you can also try and picture the uh, vultures in the Jungle Book. They look very similar to yeah. what a turkey vulture should look like. Um, Size-wise, the males and females, there's not a lot of sexual dimorphism happening in this species. So they look pretty much the same size and look wise there's not like the males are prettier like in some bird species right. doesn't exist in turkey they don't vultures. have to do that that type of extra work to no. attract mate no they just don't they just don't care that much um they can get 24 to 32 inches long which is smaller than a lot of this like we talked about ball pythons last week smaller than that um and they can weigh 1.8 to 5.3 pounds. Right, because birds are light. They have to be in order to fly. However, with a wingspan of, can you guess? Oh, I would say at least three feet. 63 to 72 inches. Yeah. So that's five to seven, five to six feet. Yeah. Five to six feet in a wingspan, yeah. mm -hmm. um, which is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's longer that than me. Dang impressive, man. Like, the, the smallest turkey vultures are, their wings are as long as me. Wow. I'm about 50, no, I'm wow. about 60. I got almost about 63 inches. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah big. When you, and like even those biggest ones only weigh less than six pounds. Right. That's insane. I wish I weighed less than six pounds. No, you pounds. don't. You would be dead. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I wish we worked a little way. bit more like that. I would be, I think I would be I happy. I wish we could fly. <laughs> um, lifespan wise in the wild, it's guessed that they probably live 10 to 20 years. There is not a ton of, wow. yeah, there's just not a ton of data about them yeah. because we don't study them very much, but they'll throw up on us. <laughs> Don't give away the punchline. Oh, sorry. How dare you? <laughs> um, but they can live up to 30 years in captivity. 30 so, years? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I think the longest recorded, like, captive one was, like, 35 or 36. All right. Which is, you know, one of those, like, outliers. Yeah. We, we 
you know, if you happen to find yourself with a turkey vulture in captivity, yeah, probably don't. But also, don't expect it to live 35 years. Right, right. <laughs> but if you had one, maybe at like a wildlife refuge mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. They are migratory birds, but they can be found all the way from southern Canada down to the southernmost tips of South America. Nice. And some of the Caribbean islands. Excellent. Which is funny, because when you think of a turkey vulture, I don't generally think of them just hanging out in the Caribbean. Yet, why, why there not? they are. They have wings. They can fly wherever they want. Why wouldn't they go to the Caribbean? Well, my funny thing is, like, when I think of turkey vultures, when I was looking at where they live, yeah. I couldn't really picture where they live. I thought for some reason, like, I equated them with being only in, like, tropical forests oh. and jungles. and Because of like, the Jungle Book. Well, the Jungle Book and also, um, like... Even though in in uh, Horton here's who in like oh. Dr. Seuss, it is supposed to be a black eagle and not right. a vulture, but, but it's it often portrayed like a as a vulture. Yes, which is stupid because I had no idea that was supposed to be a black eagle. It's black bottomed eagle. No, yeah, that's it's a vulture. It's it's a turkey vulture. The, the literal quote from the book is uh. black bottom eagle, but All which right. is not a real bird anyway. No, we're talking about a land where people live on a dust speck, so. I'm, okay. That's fair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so they, they live all over the American continents. Mm-hmm. They don't really go too north. In the past couple of years, it has been seen that they are um, migrating even more north, though, which is kind of interesting. Um, the reason that they can thrive, though, in so many different environments, like yeah. across the southern and and um, northern parts of the Americas is because they can eat so much. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think most people who have any basic knowledge about vultures would know yeah. what their diet mostly is. They're scavengers. Do you remember our, our fancy word for scavengers? Yes. No. <laughs> Carrion. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Which Carrion is, birds. of course dead meat that carrion is literally carcass or dead meat um and that's their staple diet but did you know they can eat other things yeah yeah of course because if they have that great of a digestive system (laughs) anything else would be easy peasy yes they can eat dead meat but they can also kill and eat small rodents Uh um, insects reptiles and sometimes even um, baby birds from nests sure because you know why do not what you gotta do if there isn't dead carcasses around yeah. but you know sometimes you just can't sit back and wait like maybe i want to have a frozen burrito for lunch but i have to wait the whole five minutes to cook it sometimes i don't want to wait that whole five minutes so i understand if they don't want to wait till that animal they've been eyeing finally croaks so you're just gonna go eat a live baby bird no i'm gonna because you don't want to wait for your burrito oh my god (laughs) i you had me going there uh but that's their diet i mean it's pretty simple it's pretty straightforward it's really cool that they just can basically eat anything they want yeah do they eat any um uh vegetarian no matter no Mm -mm, they're carnivores gotcha scavengers but carnivores carnivores. they're they're looking for the meats yeah the uh the the live stuff Mm, delicious Give me that live meat, <laughs> raw and rig. Wait, no. Give me that dead meat. The the desiccated and delicious rotting dead meat. <laughs> um, before we get even deeper into the really the really interesting stuff, yeah. I'm talking reproduction, behavior, environmental I can't impact, wait. the hard hitting stuff. I think it's a good moment to pause and say. Hey, let's give a shout out to some fellow podcasters. Oh, yeah. Sometimes we do this at the beginning of the episode. Sometimes we do it at the end. 
I think it's going to get intense here today. We're we trying to surprise people. Flow. You know, yeah. we're, we're just trying to bring them in here and there, right. doing all the stuff. Suckering you into listening to our promos. <laughs> yes. So for any fellow podcasters that listen in on CritterCast, um, you guys should always check out fellow podca- podcast resource groups and pages yeah. and all that good stuff. One Cassie is a part of is, I believe, the Lady Pod Squad. That's it. That's a right fantastic there. group. Um, and that's where we get a lot of our promos from. Um, is that there is a you know a place that everybody can compile them that's part of that group and then we also reach out to individual podcasts too when we're trying to connect to people like-minded podcasts absolutely you know. but mm-hmm. this week in particular we did go ahead and pick off that lovely lady pod squad group so, so yeah so this is a, a really great podcast that i enjoy listening to they have wonderful interactions on the facebook group but also they interact with other podcasts on um social media and they're just really supportive of everyone so we want to be supportive of them too so go check them out this is the nerdy bitches podcast hey this is liz hey this is heather and we are nerdy bitches podcast a show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture from movies and tv to our regular book club and everything in between we bring you our favorite fandoms with a feminine eye We are talking Star Wars, Star Trek, DC, Marvel, comic books, and anime. And don't forget sci-fi, fantasy, action movies, video games, D&D, board games, and so much more. Be sure to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. See you soon. Um, Yeah, I think that's that's just a... That's a lot to cover, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Like all of pop culture. Right? That's a lot to talk about. But they could go on forever. We can support them forever. Yes. I Yay. love sometimes, you know, <laughs> like the lucky thing about us is there there's unlimited animals. We're never gonna <laughs> run out of topics. No. It's it's really never gonna get boring. We here. can always get more specific too. Yeah. The literally always. We yep. could do hour long episodes one on one particular type of snail that lives in Antarctica <laughs> in the shore region. Yeah, we could get crazy. But um but you know. That's that's great. So it's check them nice. out. Yeah, it's always nice when you have a podcast that you're really into, and you know they have a l- enough anim- ammunition to yeah. go and go and go. So and go once and go again, on. nerdy bitches, check them out. You can find them all over and in any place that you find and listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, but into you know our finishing up our topic for the week by week episode, whatever. I'm so used to saying week, and we don't. No, we're bi-weekly. We don't upload weekly, but. Saying the bye week is so weird. The yes. fortnight. It sounds like the Bifrost from the Thor movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you were going to say just from the Thor. And I was going to be like. From the Thor, you know that, that thing? The movie I read the about Thor? it on the internet. <laughs> Shout out to all the, all the moms out there. All those moms. Yeah, the, the Thor. You know, that yeah. the Thor movie. With that really handsome guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Christian? <laughs> Christopher? One of the Chris's. Chris Pike? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god turkey vultures they would know they'd know what's up of because they like would. they're lurking they're brilliant turkey lurkers <laughs> i'm pretty sure all the trolls on the internet are actually turkey vultures i don't know man i think most of them are crows but maybe throw a few turkey it's vultures possible. in there yeah um they do get an unfortunate bad rap uh turkey vultures yeah they're so freaking cool they really are and honestly like they're not they're just they're living their lives you. they're not really yeah causing any negative effects on our life but they do get a really bad rap and they cause some really great effects because do you want to go clean up that decaying carcass no i absolutely do not no i think the turkey vultures will do that for us did you know that as far as breeding turkey vultures are monogamous ah that's so sweet i feel like this is a common theme we see in birds more so than in most other types of animals but not all birds no some birds are not uh not there for Mm -hmm. the lifetime relationships but the really cute thing is that most of the time they will mate for life and stay together throughout the year too it's not just breeding season not just for breeding yeah some of them don't mate for life though but they still will mate for several years you know like so it's like humans like serial monogamy but actually more than humans right maybe like what humans used to be when divorce was just just starting to become acceptable yeah people have always split up <laughs> we just like to have a, a perspective on the past that never really existed mm, i think uh, yeah but it's different now people are yeah, anyway doesn't matter turkey vultures don't care <laughs> they they <laughs> turkey vultures they don't find care. and i think part of it is out of pure laziness I mean, we're talking like scavengers of the animal world are getting by on as little effort as possible. Yeah. They're not hunting. They're right. not like, and turkey vultures specifically are really big birds. So they're right. not really having to, to defend themselves from predators all that often. Yeah. They're just scavenging around, eating at other people's leftovers and living their lives. Like they find a mate. They do it. And actually, their mating rituals are like that same level of just like nice. their minimum life. All right. The, so... To attract a mate, the the males will all like gather around on the ground and okay. they just hop in a circle with their wings partially stretched. Yeah. That's it. That's it? That's their whole dance. Guys. It's not complicated. Come on. Step it. Okay. On the other hand, it's pretty easy to see who hops the best. Right? Yeah. Right? They're just like, hey, hey, hello, hey, hey, hey. You just hey, be like, okay, hey. stop, stop it. Stop it, you. Okay, yeah. Come that here. one, you're Let's fine. Go. Come on, come here. Yeah. Like, and then you're stuck with them for life. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> hope you like their hopping. <laughs> Which, like, my, I literally wrote my notes. It's not a complicated dance, but they're trying, okay? Like, <laughs> that's just it. It's like, Apparently, all that's required is a tiny bit of effort. It's funny. I don't, like, even though we do this research, a lot of times I don't find the theme of the animal until we're, like, doing the right. episode. Because if you guys didn't already know, we are an unscripted podcast. <laughs> but if you couldn't tell, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally unscripted. But, yes, I, I think we have really honed in on yeah. the to- turkey vulture. Like, their life motto is do the least you can. Yeah. The least, the bare minimum. But in the most interesting way possible. The C's get degrees, birds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if crows were, like, the Hermione yeah. of birds. Yeah. Yeah. I think turkey vultures are the Harrys. Or, yeah. Because Ron or the- had to struggle. Like, Ron had to struggle to get there. Yeah, he, he worked, worked too he hard had to, to work do hard. minimal effort. I don't think Harry really had to nah. work that hard. He was just like, nah, it's cool, whatever. I don't really coast care. On, coast yep. on what you've been given in life. Yep, yep. So, 
Yeah. The chosen turkey vultures, the chosen birds. The chosen birds. Um, in North America, they breed from March to June, so springtime. So right now. Yeah. And in northern areas, they'll start a little bit later, bleed into August because, you know, they're trying sure. to get those that warmer weather. But when there's prime resources and dead bodies available. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they, yeah. they want the babies to be there and ready to go for all the wasting away dehydrated carcasses. Of course they do. Disgusting. Um, females lay the eggs in protected areas like crevices or sometimes they'll steal small animal burrows or just in abandoned buildings, hollow logs. Steal, recycle, same thing. It's fine. I don't know if there's anyone living nah. in them. It's whatever. You definitely wouldn't be after you see that turkey vulture coming <laughs> for you. Yeah. Un unlike most birds, they don't build nests. Again, bare minimum. Brilliant. They find something else that will act as a nest-ish. Mm, wonderful. Sometimes they might bring like a little bit of leaf litter in just to like line it. But for the most oh, part, wow. they're just like... Those are the ones who are trying. Right? They're going yeah. a little above and beyond. <laughs> you know, those were the males that were like doing a little shimmy with ooh, their hop, you know? <laughs> ooh, a little junk in the trunk. Uh, but a yeah, leaf they, on the ground. they're just like, okay, here we go. Um, this is this looks safe. Nice. They only lay one to three eggs in Again, each clutch. Minimal effort. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, they don't have a lot to offer their babies. You know, they're large birds, but right. like their eggs are pretty large too. Right. Um, their eggs, which are off-white, by the way, in case you ever run across. If you ever run across, like, one to three eggs and they're not really in a nest, they're probably turkey vulture eggs. All Let right. it be. Like, there. They're, they're just fine. They haven't been abandoned. It's yeah. just that's the that's their, the life they live. Um, they incubate for about 30 to 40 days. Okay. So that's, you know. Reasonable. It's yeah. whatever. Um, and, like, after they're laid. And the females, before the eggs hatch, are the ones that are primarily responsible mm. for sitting on them. Naturally. You know, protecting them. The males will often bring the females food back okay, from, okay, you know, to okay. share. That's kind of nice. Yeah, that's pretty um, sweet. And then when the eggs hatch, the fledglings are artricial. Well, what artricial? Artricial. Artri I think it's artricial. That sounds right. But yeah. what is it? It means helpless at birth. Aww. Yeah. Well, sure. Baby birds. Yeah. Which, I mean, there's a lot of animals. I just, I, whenever we find a fancy term for something yeah. like that, that we talk about often, I'm like, See, we're hm, experts. pull that. <laughs> 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 Look at me. Just take that right off Wikipedia. <laughs> like, nice. to, to clarify, we're, lit we're not we're just not reading you Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> we, we look at multiple <laughs> sources. Although that would be kind of a fun podcast that I would listen to. If, if we were would... just straight up reading Wikipedia articles. Yeah. Yes, but it'd have to be one of the ones that followed like a Wikipedia hole. So yeah. it started out and then it'd click through to and something then, else. Yes. And then before you know it, you're learning about like the Somerset man conspiracy. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where you just start in one. We could do that. That'd, yeah, be, that'd be easy. Yeah. Um, and it, I do that with, uh, I did that with like, like cri horrendous crimes once we were stuck in the car and yeah. I was like trying to remember this one news story. And then from there, I just went to the next and the next yeah. and I was like deep and i'm not really a true crime person no, you're but not. i was like this is deep surprising to me <laughs> wikipedia wow. killed me oh my god <laughs> i like i need a shirt that says wikipedia killed me <laughs> and i can wear it for multiple reasons ironically but also factually right <laughs> oh my god because i'll just create a wikipedia page for you that says oh, deceased on this day and perfect. then it'll be literal and then i'll wear it when i teach my classes about how to find credible sources <laughs> now wikipedia is <laughs> a good place to start it's a good place to start doing background research and yes. then go find some yeah. other sources that's generally where i start for all of our research is on background. wikipedia yeah. for like the nice genus species the name and then mm -hmm. and then i move on um, but yes, so 
when the when the eggs then hatch, yeah. they are, are Trishel, helpless little fledgling oh, birds, little and they stay that way in like dependent on their Probably mom like and dad for years. like seventy to eighty days. Whoa, that's a long time. Four okay. to five years, really? I was just <laughs> okay. Guessing. Like, yeah, seventy <laughs> to eighty days. Wow. And during that time, the male and the female will trade off protecting nice. and providing. All right, good. Bringing food back to regurgitate into their little mouths. All the stereotypical things you think of yep. when you think of baby birds all applies awesome. to turkey vultures. Delicious. But can you imagine them? It's it's not Ew. just regurgitated oh. like insects. It's oh, regurgitated no. dead meat. Oh, no. <laughs> just like into their mouths. It's Roadkill Cafe leftovers. Oh. oh. Super gross. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, again, nobody else wants to do the work. So Somebody's I guess do thank that. you, turkey vultures, yeah. because Ooh. I don't want to do that work. So usually at around 80 days, that's when they are learning to fly. That's when they Aww. learn to fly and they become more independent. Yeah. But they'll still take another like week to to two weeks after they've learned to fly before they actually leave the nest. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, it's not just like... I hate right, it's not you see immediate... those cartoons when they like push them out of the nest right. and they're like, die or fly, you know? <laughs> it's just like millennials. So... It's a gradual process with maybe a couple of failures first. It's okay. It's yeah. normal. Yeah. And they take some time and then and then they go off. But the fun thing is like even when they're all like, cool, now we can finally leave this little like nest right. that we were just kind of temporarily renting. Um, the family groups will tend to stay together until at least the fall. Oh, um, nice. But these are, these are social nomadic birds. So they live Right. in groups right so a lot of times you'll just end up living near your family anyway because you just kind of hang yeah, together like you get your own house or your own apartment but it's maybe a couple of streets away from your folks well they don't they don't like for dinner they don't have a home they just like they are nomads they they just continue to to yeah. migrate to where the food is yeah again because yeah. putting down roots Minimal and effort. building and protecting a home right. would be so much so much effort. they're not even renters they're just straight up squatters <laughs> legit and they're like you know what this is like homeless by choice we choose this yeah you know this is an easy lifestyle to the earth literally um it's good for them that they live in groups because then during the winters they can they can right. use each other for resources and heat and protection sure. and all that good stuff uh but you know they're scavengers so there's not a lot of competition for food it's not like with right. predators where they have to be um, non-social they have to be independent right because they have their own territory that they're patrolling to look for food right and they're fighting for the they're resources for that. like there is dead bodies like all over the place they've got huge yeah. wings so they can travel quite a distance right. to get to where they want to get right and there's plenty to share yeah they're not going to eat a whole dead body of like a larger animal yeah you know what else i thought i forgot of when i was preparing sound bites uh -huh. um is the there's turkey vultures or vultures that again like most of the time when people draw vultures they look kind of like turkey vultures right in ice age in the first ice age and they really? sing a cover of food glorious food from oliver twist uh, or from oliver the musical and uh and it's funny <laughs> nice even though like they they shouldn't care because there's there should be plenty of food to go around right but you know whatever yeah it's fine okay it's whatever sure uh uh, the media has done turkey vultures dirty, I think. <laughs> Very wrong. They've Very done them wrong. dirty. Um, let's see. They communicate through, like most birds, mm -hmm. a small range of vocalizations. Mm -hmm. With each other? Yeah, with each other. Yeah. And, and to ward off predators and right. just kind of in general. You know, birds, sometimes they just like to vocalize for no reason. Sure. 
like just like me they (laughs) because they're diurnal they have fairly good eyesight during the day too Mm -hmm. so they can like watch each other which is cool yeah there was nothing listed about like any specific body Body language language. but they they could communicate that way because they have fairly good eyesight yeah but what's actually really interesting about them is that they're one of the only birds in the world to have a really keen developed sense of smell and they actually use that of course, because they're looking for the rotting carcasses. meat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got to find them. Yeah. And they got to go. It's probably the most helpful way to find them. Yeah. But that yep. means that they can communicate through smells too. Which oh, is sure. Really cool. yeah, I think mostly they communicate vocally because yeah. it's just easy. Right. I, we, we can kind of communicate by smell. Mm-hmm. Not very well. Mm-mm. They probably have better nostrils than us. I mean, us. we have perfume. Yeah. Like... You know, you pheromones. You ever like walked around somewhere and been like, "Oh God, that's a smell that brings me back to like a really traumatizing time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're just like, right? (laughs) Or that one bathroom on campus that always smells like broccoli farts. It doesn't. It does. I can't believe you would bring that up. These people don't understand. I'm so glad you don't understand because it is painful. (laughs) Um. Okay. Interesting weird fact territory. Yes. We're, we're getting into the, the interesting weird facts, one of which you kind of already gave away earlier, but the other one you didn't. So uh, turkey vultures will, what's our fancy word, defecate uh-huh. on their own feet uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, when it's hot to cool them down. So smart. I don't really like, <laughs> I don't really understand how that would cool them down because you'd think it would be warm, but you know. That's them living their life and doing their thing. So comparatively, if you think about it, I think it makes sense because it's a really hot day and the birds are, you know, standing on the asphalt to eat the roadkill. That asphalt is hot. Sure. It'd be way hotter than a little bit of poop fecal matter. Yeah. It's poop. (laughs) Which is just going to be the ready already their body temperature so i mean okay um the other thing though is because so any animal that eats primarily carrion dead meat um has to have special digestive juices that kill bacteria sure so some think it may also be kind of like an antiseptic wash for their feet (laughs) yes well that makes sense too i don't know why your feet need to be well they're literally standing in yeah the body yes so in yeah. all the in all the cavities of the dead carcass right. and probably pulling pieces apart yeah so yeah absolutely use your uh, hand sanitizer from your butt yes it's fine use your butt from actually sanitizer. your from what's the what's the actual term the clo cloacus yeah is that right? Something like that. I'd have to look it up. Uh, yeah. For those who don't know, birds like reptiles have just the one hole. Right. Yep. So uh, that's what's coming out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. God. Birds are weird. Um, the other the other weird fun fact, you seem to know it. So just, just shout it out for us. Well, it's a little bit more detailed, right? So... Not really. Not really. <laughs> it's, it's just that simple. Well, yeah, they like to barf. Yeah. Yeah. As specifically when they're flying, mm-hmm. because it can um, help them get rid of stuff that, that their bodies can't process, but also it can lower their weight so that they can be more buoyant. And 
it's actually their primary defense mechanism. Oh, that too. So they will quite literally hurl it at people. (laughs) Like, or other birds or whatever is pestering or bothering them. I freaking love turkey vultures. Like, hey, I can get away because I don't have all this stuff cramming up my stomach. But also... You get puked on. Yeah. It's, it's a very you're efficient predator. You're probably not going to follow me. It's a very efficient deterrent. Because you're going to be busy going, ew! Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they can, like, <laughs> aim, quote unquote, nice. like, throw their vomit, like, up to 10 feet. In Wonderful. So that's just Projectile disgusting. vomiting. Yes. To the extreme. Yeah. Defensive projectile vomiting. Which, like, honestly, if I could do that, I would have employed that on a couple of dates. They have sharp talons, uh-huh. sharp beaks, mm-hmm. you know, sharp beaks for pulling up and eating dead right. raw meat. Right. And, and and their yet... chosen defense <laughs> mechanism is to puke, puke. on people. <laughs> sure. Yeah, love it. Like, and that's really it. That and, like, vocalizing yeah. is all they've got to defend <laughs> themselves. So they're like... Rawr, rawr, and, I mean, they spend a lot of their time soaring up in the air where there's nothing else to get them. Like there's right. nothing hunting them up in right. the air anyway. Also, they're big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So they're not they're they're not really there's there's no real strong predators, mm-hmm. you know, for them. They are far more at risk of getting hit by cars, right. flying into power lines, flying into sure. buildings if they're being real dumb. Yeah. Um. Or, like, even getting caught in traps or, oh. like, not even necessarily traps meant for them, but right. just general traps. Like, oh, especially if something else was caught in the trap. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. Yeah. They're far more likely to die by any of those means right. than they are to be predated on by anything else. That absolutely makes sense. Eggs or babies or r- small juvenile birds um, can sometimes be predated on by, like, raccoons can try and get to their nests mm-hmm. and eat the eggs and the fledglings mm-hmm. if the if the moms aren't around to protect them. Right. Um, or small smaller birds can be predated on by owls. Oh, sure. Because we know owls are heartless creatures yeah. and they're just eating and everything. Hardcore. Hardcore, heartless animals. Yes. I mean, and truly. We love them, but we are terrified of them. Yes. We have a healthy respect of those yes. of those owls. Turkey vultures, on the other hand, I would have no fear of. I honestly, I just, I admire them so much. I would think, like, I thought I was going to learn some facts that would, like, you know, put a little bit of fear yeah. into me because they're beer, big, no. fierce-looking birds. But they just I am don't. a little concerned, though, that I would get vomited, vomited on, on and that it would be the most yes. horrible, rotten-smelling yes, thing. Yes, it would be Because absolutely it's dead meat disgusting. mixed with, like, bacteria-killing saliva. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. Hey, at least you'd know that you wouldn't get sick from it. And like birds don't have teeth. Right. So they're just it's swallowing just and it's just like whatever their stomach acids have done. Well, and they're, they're, let's say the, the stones. Oh yeah. They've got a gizzard. Yeah. With, yeah. uh, with stones in there to like break it up a little bit mm-hmm. more, but like really yeah. you're just getting like liquidy chunks yeah. of stuff, <laughs> which is so just sick right now. So gross. Disgusting. Um, and yet again, these are awesome birds. Well, yeah, you know, they're they're super important to the ecosystem and the environment because they break down dead carcasses and turn it into nutrients. So and like, sometimes they spit those nutrients on other people. And sometimes they Fine. shit them on their own feet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we all choose our path in life. Yeah. They speed down the uh the the decomposition process. Yeah. Uh they would be on the 
Mm, there's a little there's a little song that like I learned in I don't know like sixth or seventh grade oh, yeah? about the food chain, and uh-huh. I was trying to think about what they would be part of the decay process. But oh. there's a different word, and it's not scavenger. And I can't oh decomposers. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're decomposers. Sure, as well as scavengers. Are you gonna sing a little bit of that song? No, oh, I think it's dumb. It's just a little ditty. Sing me the freaking song, Karina. <laughs> Predators and prey, producers and decay are in the food chain. Dunna, dunna. That's all I remember. That's literally it. I like it. <laughs> That's fantastic. And you Thank just you. Go food. And I like drew my little food chain out yes. there, you know, because it's not a cycle. It's a chain. It's a chain. Like, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a chain. It's, it's not like our water cycle. Right. Right. Um, yes. They are. Can you guess their conservation status? Um, I think they're probably pretty safe. Yes, they are listed as a species of least concern. Yeah. Do you know why they're listed as a species of least concern, though? Because think about it. They they only have like one to three babies per year and only the once per year. But they live a long time. They mm-hmm. don't have huge predators. They do live a little bit longer. They have a wide range. Mm-hmm. And they're able to adapt to a lot of different types of food and climates. True. They've also been under uh, protection acts in the United States since 1918. Really? Yeah. Were they endangered in 1918? No, they were just one of the like species that was listed in kind of an overall general like we don't like, remove these yeah, animals we from like the wild. Animals. They're doing some really good work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, they, and just nobody's ever changed that, which is great. And there's no great. I don't think anyone's really ever pushed to change it because like what you're going to do with yeah, the turkey don't vulture? Don't mess with the turkey vulture. There's not a lot there's not a lot of meat there for you to eat. No. Like there's no reason really to hunt them Unless and they're not messing with us. It for taxidermy. But purposes. Even then, just wait till they die. Like, yeah. it's fine. Scavenge them as they have scavenged. Yes. Actually, they scavenge each other. So they oh. wouldn't really do that Of course well. they do. Well, yeah, because they can and they'll do anything. Um, but I mentioned earlier that they have a bad rap. They get blamed Aww. unfairly. My poor baby. Because they have a close cousin called the black vulture. Oh, yes. And the black vultures can and will kill newborn cows, goats, sheep, cats, or even Ooh. small dogs. And they look similar to turkey vultures, Uh and they will often roost with turkey vultures. Ah. They just infiltrate the group. That's interesting. And they're like, "Hey, what up? I'm going to live with you guys." And or they'll like hang really far behind because they like to pick up the leftovers. Oh, okay. Or like be in the area. So they're like the super sketchy ones. Yeah. Who just are like, like I like to think that Vlad Vladikov from Mm -hmm. Horton Hears a Who is not an eagle but a black vulture. Right. That makes sense. Not a turkey vulture. A black vulture. Yeah. And uh, that's why he sucks. And the turkey vultures will often get blamed for destruction that black vultures have done in the area because they've been spotted in the area. Man. So unfair. So unfair. Luckily, there hasn't really been any negative action taken against them because of that. But I think a lot of people have misconceptions about them because of things other types of vultures have done. Yeah. But turkey vultures themselves will never kill anything larger than like... A garter snake or a or a mouse. Okay, yeah, they're yeah. just they they don't do like they don't do rabbits. They don't do anything like that. Right, it's they're too not much work. Do baby newborn kittens. That's too much work, man. Newborn kittens put up a fight. That is true. Like, yes. <laughs> well, their moms, they're not out in their the open, dude. Their moms will put up a fight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Cats are better moms than yes. some. Yes. Um, under circumstances, it they can be legally kept in captivity for whatever reason. Un, uninjured what? and healthy birds can't be captured and taken into captivity. Oh, okay. But like, it would be legal in 
if you like went about it the right way uh-huh. for like an individual to like rehabilitate an injured bird oh, okay. and then like if it couldn't be re-released yeah like somehow you could find yourself legally quote-unquote owning a, a vulture a turkey vulture i don't I'm, know why you would want to yeah i'm you can pass on that yeah. one, I, I think. In captivity, yeah. like, most people choose to just feed them fresh meat. Yeah, I can see why you would make that choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Instead of Although, dead meat. Although, on like, the other hand, keep costs down. Just go out with a shovel. Yeah. Go along the highway. Well, they, they don't eat bones. So they pick around the bones. Well, They're yeah. eating the meat. So, like, go take so it's not like with our snakes where you can just, like, get yourself a frozen oh. mouse. Like, you wouldn't really want to. F- you could. Right. But it's a little bit harder for them to digest. Yeah. And so they, they to prefer them, like, to just eat meat. the meat. Exactly. Um, did you, Earlier, when we were, like, kind of talking about vultures in general, you asked, like, oh, is it just the same thing as buzzards? Yes. They are not. They do mistakenly get called buzzards a yeah. lot. But buzzard is a British term for certain hawks. What? Yep. I've always heard buzzers used for vulture type things. Nope. Huh. They're hawks. And only Weird. and it only applies to specific hawks. It's a what? British thing. British people are crazy. They really are. I mean, honestly. I mean I What is Brexit? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I know we really shouldn't be one to criticize other countries' <laughs> politics because obviously we're not in great shape ourselves. But at least we didn't just like, I don't know what Brexit is. <laughs> that's the I think thing. that's the problem. <laughs> nobody really knows. Nobody really knows. Everyone's confused. Yes. The uh, turkey vultures are the most confused. Of course they are. Yeah. They're confused because they don't care that much. No. But like they live with humans. And that's my last fun fact is that they're they're very accustomed to living near humans. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bother them. They've adapted very well. However, if you see one in your backyard, you may want to investigate because it's likely that something large died right. in your backyard. And- and that's or why they're there. You might want to get that shovel and go hide that body a little bit better. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Although, if you really want to get rid of the evidence, I mean, they yeah, might help a little bit. They're not going to do it for you. Though, yeah, the, the bones, bones will still be there. Yeah. No. Got to move that place, that thing to a second location. Oh but, um, but, yeah. So, that is the last of my prepared facts on turkey go vultures. Scooch. Who are very cool birds, as we've learned. But really doing the least. And for that reason, that's why there's only two and a half, two actually, like just barely two pages of notes on them. Because that's their lifestyle is, yeah. is minimal. They're, they're minimalist. It's on trend. You know, it's, it's not a ton of in-depth information, but what information there is... Is it's good stuff, information, it's, and I think it's stuff that people wouldn't necessarily just know off the top of their oh yeah off the top of their heads. Oh, absolutely. But it's it's good stuff. Yes, That's, I'm a fan, man. Yeah, I would kind of like to see if anybody has um, tattoos of turkey vultures, because I imagine this very majestic turkey vulture tattoo. Oh, see, when you said turkey vulture tattoo, like, I didn't think, like, bald eagle, like, majestic. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, hardcore motorcycle gang. Ooh, like, you know. I see that, too. Like, the, like the death and glory, like, yes. um, you know, skulls, but, like, a Ride turkey die. vulture. You know? Except it's, like. That's just where my head went. <laughs> it's, like, poop or vomit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yes. I want to see them. If you have one or you know of someone who has one. Live or die, I guess. (laughs) The end. Live or let die. (laughs) Wonderful. I do know um, a couple of tips about how to tell if what you're looking at that's flying, a bird that's flying above you is a a vulture. Mm -hmm. 
because my brother, of course, as we've talked about before, very into the birds. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'll be like, oh, is that a hawk up there? And he'll be like, no, it's a vulture. Duh. Yeah, like, I don't, he I has, never see them long enough to term. be like, oh, yeah. You know? No. So they have a really drunken flight pattern. <laughs> like, they wobble back and forth up in the sky. Like, they're not, like, soaring. They're, like wobbling all around and tilting and so if you're if you're watching a big bird up in the sky and you're trying to figure it out look for the drunken birds that's probably a vulture oh nice yeah i don't really think i intend to go bird watching at any point in the near future at least but i'll have to just compile this list of tips and i'll put it in a little notebook and i'll call it will's tips exactly will's birding i was trying to think of like a better you know a quirkier term, but there really was nothing. Will's wha- no. Yeah, exactly. There's Why nothing is his name fun. Will? Got to be Lame. something better. Should have been like Tim. Tim's tips. You know. Tim's tips would be adorable. Your brother's nope. name is now Tim. Will's wiki. <laughs> Will's bird wiki. <laughs> yeah. Wiki wiki. That sounds like bird. a thing that would happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fun. Yeah. Drunken birds. Drunken birds, vomiting birds, pooping birds. I think we're ready for your your long awaited it was so good it had to wait till the end story. We had some exciting wildlife adventures in the area this week. It's it's been a, a wacky wildlife world. Oh, that's the story you're gonna tell? Yeah. Oh, that's not interesting. What? It's not. What story did you think I was gonna tell? I don't know. I thought you had a story about turkey vultures. No. I said I would have told you if it was a turkey vulture story. Well, that's dumb. I said it was an animal story mm. specifically. Mm. I <laughs> thought it was a story I hadn't heard before, and I'm going to be so bored. Well, whatever. You are not the intended audience of this podcast, so <laughs> shush. I'm, wow. All right, everyone, ignore her. This is just between you and me. Okay. So. <laughs> Wow, childish. So this week, there's been shenanigans. As you know, we live in Central California. And this is not... We live in a pretty populated area. It's not prone to a ton of wildlife. But there is a lot of agriculture around. So we get a little bit... I feel like we get a decent amount of wildlife in this area. Yeah. I mean, just not like... It's not like they're on, you know... On our block or anything. Yeah. But yeah. in the area in general and in Yolo County, there's a decent amount of yeah, wildlife. Yeah, I think the agricultural areas are, you know, they're, they're pretty hospitable to wildlife. But I was not expecting to wake up yesterday morning to a text warning me that there was a bear on campus. No. This is not something that Nobody normally happens. That. Yeah. So there, there was a small grizzly bear about 100 pounds. No, I'm sorry. You're right. It was a brown bear. Yeah. About 100 pounds. They think it was a young male who was pushed out onto his own by his mama to go and live his own life. And he got a little bit confused and followed a creek down from the mountains and the lakes and ended up in a way too populated area. So we were getting text warnings and updates for the whole school system about, please do not park at this parking lot that I usually park at because we are trying to safely... Locate and remove the bear. Yep. Yep. Which, happy ending, successful. They were yes. able to tranquilize him with no issues, give him a little check over, tag him for future monitoring, and mm-hmm. release him to an appropriate area. Yep. Um, 
several several miles yeah like 90 miles away yeah i'm actually in another county yeah that hopefully he won't be able to wander back towards that would be good hopefully he won't try but they did tag him so that in case he does start wandering back towards civilization yeah uh, they can try and figure out why yeah yeah i don't think he wanted to uh my favorite comment on the video of him being released was somebody that said that bear running away is me leaving work on friday (laughs) Well, I think we all kind of felt that way because it's the last week of the quarter right now. It's the last week of the school year before finals. So that bear was... He was just trying to get to his test, okay? Jeez Louise. Like, he was just trying to get there to take his final. Somebody had paid him to take their final for them. (laughs) Um, And, of course, like, I was a theater major at Uh this school Uh at Davis. And so um, most of my, like, friends that were sharing it and commenting were like, wow, I really just think this was such a statement art piece. Oh, wow. Like, you know, as if someone had dressed up as a a bear. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think I was wrong. And I think it was a black bear, not a brown bear. Oh, I thought you were right that it was a brown bear. I'll have to look at the video again. Um, You can see California uh, wildlife and fish. Yeah. You can look on their um, Facebook page. I'll tweet it. I'll tweet it out because it's a great video. Yeah, it's a very cute video. And they stated there whether it was a black or brown bear. It was one of those two. I know it wasn't a grizzly. I just... um, no, just can't was, remember. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, the the thing that did drive me crazy. I, I know you were tired of your students having nothing else to talk about, right? Um, but it drove me crazy that almost all of the comments were jokes about it being Cal's runaway mascot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Nope. Nope. And Oski is is a grizzly bear. Ugh, not even the right type of bear. Exactly. Good. People grief. don't know their bears. And they Honestly. don't care about their bears. Oh, no. Black bears are just cute little things trying to live their life, okay? Barely care oh enough God. about them. Oh, the puns. <laughs> the puns are strong. They're just asking to be made. So did you have any animal encounters this week? Did I have any animal encounters this week? I mean, last week... Though, you know, in, since the last episode, um, I posted I posted a photo of my new friend. Ooh, yeah. You made a very pretty new friend. <laughs> yes, I did. And uh, all my family members were, were, they hadn't listened to our episode oh. on, on badass black widows. So they, they mm-hmm. couldn't appreciate the beauty of the friend we found living in my mom's barbecue when we tried to barbecue for the first time <laughs> for the season. And decided, you know what? Um, nope. We're good. Yeah, yeah. We just, Leave we opened it. We clearly startled her. She was on the move. She will find a new place. Oh, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. And we didn't have to touch her or worry about getting bit. And she can live her life eating all the nasty things that's and right. laying in wait in outhouses and doing her thing. Yep. And that's fine by me. Yep. I have nothing against her living outside. We weren't using our barbecue for like eight months. So she was just trying to take advantage yeah. of a dark. She, look, she thought it was abandoned. Cool okay. Like, <laughs> She's like, oh, nobody lives here anymore. Perfect. It's yeah, for me and my babies. Oh, God. Yeah. The baby black. I didn't think about the babies. Ooh. <laughs> uh, well, she's still alive and healthy. So there's no babies yet. Yeah. That's so there you go. Accurate. <laughs> um, that I don't know. I think that was my only wildlife encounter. Yeah. That was a good one. This particular week. I did I see ducklings today. I got bitten up by today. mosquitoes pretty bad, Oof. so curse them. Tis the season. <laughs> we'll have to do an episode on mosquitoes. No, I'm sure they never, have never. some redeeming qualities. They do not. They are evil. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that eventually. Blech. Yeah. So, okay. News. Let's mm-hmm. talk about CritterCast news. CritterCast. Well, do you want to make our most exciting announcement? I feel like I talked a lot this episode. What's our most exciting announcement? Well, earlier you showed me your phone and you were like, mm-hmm. and I said, oh, 
we have so many downloads. Yeah, that's actually really <laughs> exciting. I, in the moment, I was very, I was busy and thinking about something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we cracked a thousand downloads, which for our little pod is so exciting. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a great milestone for any totally podcast. Yes, I just I talk to way too many people who are like, oh yeah, I got a hundred thousand downloads, and I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but these are podcasts that are <laughs> just huge. more popular in general, like. A, we're still new, you know. <coughs> True crime. <laughs> yeah, we're still new. And B, we're, we're a niche that yes. the people that do listen, I think, are hungry for this content. That's and I'm right. glad that we're providing it for them. With a um, side of roadkill. A lot of people, a lot of people that listen, that get started in podcasts are going for like the most popular themes. Oh, sure. The easy to find podcast. Exactly. Yeah. So we're really excited. I feel like. It's nice to know that all of you out there are listening and loving and supporting it. Yeah. Because, you know, even if there was just one person who was regularly downloading, I've, I feel like it would still be worth it. Yeah. I mean, a thousand downloads for 35 episodes. It's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's an average of what, you know, two, t- 250 yeah. to three something odd downloads per episode. That doesn't even seem right. I feel like we don't even have that many, but. The numbers don't lie. The numbers, they cannot lie. The numbers are there. Numbers nope. are numbers. They yep. are what they are. Um, so that's pretty exciting yeah. in CritterCast news. Um, other news in CritterCast is that we have officially uploaded some additional um, care resources for yes. some other reptilians yeah. on our um, website on Critter, at CritterCastPodcast.com. That's right. If you go to our resources tab, you can see our cost versus comparison chart, the four care sheets that we had with us at the expo and then this past two weeks we also added um bearded dragons Uh uh-huh very popular we added ball pythons yes and we added uh blue tongue northern blue tongue skinks right so the reason that we didn't uh, have bearded dragons or ball pythons at the expo was because we have not personally owned either of those yet we did take care of our foster bearded dragon right at the time i was thinking man i don't know if i really feel comfortable making a care sheet on an animal we haven't personally taken care of yet right um, sure. but we you know we double and triple checked all of our research looked at a lot of different resources to compile this um so that the one isn't based off our per, well the bearded dragon one is based dragon, off our personal yeah. experience the ball python one is not yet right um but we did feel pretty confident and they were clearly care sheets that people were asking for and needing yeah um and then the northern blue tongue skink we we obviously do have personal experience with speed my right. blue tongue skink um but I didn't want to bring it to the expo because I was worried that if anybody picked up a different subspecies of blue tongue skink and then grabbed our care sheet, that they would accidentally use our knowledge and our care sheet to give improper care to an animal. Yeah, because Um, the different subspecies need really different care. Yeah, especially the difference between northern and then the other subspecies that come from Indonesia. Right. Like if you were to have an in Indonesian care species and mm-hmm. like had a different subspecies, it would be different still, but at least it wouldn't be like right awful, but Northerns need drastically different care. Right. So, um, I am happy to have it online now, yes. but please make sure that if you're looking at that one, that the, the skink you have yeah. is a Northern blue tongue skink specifically, and not one of the other like 10 subspecies of blue tongue skink. Right. Um, so those are up there now and we're super excited about them. We're also getting, um, all kinds of new designs and artwork from our lovely friend Zara. Very exciting. We have some new artwork coming your way, some new merch opportunities coming your way. So be looking for those. We'll share pictures of everything on social 
social media as it comes out. Yeah. What we're going to do actually is I'm going to wait until we get all of the pieces that we commissioned from Zara um, in. And then I'm going to do a post on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter with the designs and paintings asking you guys what merch you want to see them on. Do you want to just see them on T-shirts? Do you want to see them on um, right. on technology cases? Do you want to see them as stickers? Yeah. You know, what do you want to see them pens. as? Exactly. <laughs> and we will design it and make it make sure it's on our Redbubble shop yeah. for you. So you can always check out our Redbubble at all times. We've got quite a few really exciting, cute things yeah. on there. But we'll have even more things with lovely Zara painted portraits yes. of each of our resident critters. Um, right now, we've got all of our reptiles. Uh, we're pending some of our mammals. And then we're going to have the whole crew in, in Zara portraits. And it's going to be beautiful. And so I'm exciting. super excited about it. That's right. Um, so that's what's happening with us, too. Other than that, Wait, as usual. Another super exciting thing is that we uploaded our very first uh, mini series or mini episode on mm-hmm. mystical yeah. animals. Did we not talk about that last we time? We talked about we were going to do that. Oh, oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, we uploaded it. It was great. It was great. It was fun. It's on Patreon. Our, so our four Patreon subscribers listen to it. So there you go. <laughs> so if you would like to enjoy a little bit more of CritterCast for $3 a month, you can definitely get some additional hilarious and wonderful content. Yeah. I actually think it's $2 a month. Oh, even better. Yeah. Because I wow, donate. What are you waiting for? Because I donate $3 to a different creator and then um, $2 to us and I get access to that Wait, content what? too. You it's just one of my uh, stop. Okay. <laughs> it's so okay. my it's a, uh, judging. Whatever. Some judgment going on over here. Get over yourself. What do you donate? Three dollars to us? It's fine. Shh. Whatever. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm on a budget, Cassie. <laughs> I'm trying to save my life here. Um yeah, so we will have monthly of those mini episodes going out. So if you join us on Patreon and you have a magical mythical creature you're super excited about yeah. and you want to know more about, Tell let us, us we'll know. We'll do it for you. Uh, we can do it for June, July, yeah. August. We've got all those months coming up. And then we also just upload uh, bonus videos and content yeah. as we have it there too. But the primary thing is that is that mini series. And also a welcome sticker and a welcome, yeah, uh, you, you know, we're going to have to order some, some, we're going to have to order some new postcards because yep. we are all out of our Halloween ones. Finally, thank you to the to the NorCal Reptile Expo for allowing us to hand out all of our Halloween postcards. Oh man, an excuse to do a photo shoot with our animals? Gosh, what oh, a gosh bummer. Darn. Gosh darn, here yeah. we go again. Um, but that's what's going on in the CritterCast world. We are so happy that you've joined us on today's episode. If you feel like you didn't get enough, like I mentioned earlier, you can always listen to all of our websites, all of our episodes. <laughs> yes. We only have one website. On that website, <laughs> CritterCastPodcast.com. Yep. You can find us on social media at... Well, on Facebook at CritterCast, mm-hmm. on Instagram at CritterCast Podcast, mm-hmm. and on Twitter at Cast Critter. Exactly. And on any of those places, you can comment, you can private message or DM us, mm-hmm. you can send us an email to CritterCastPodcast at gmail.com. No those explicit all... pictures, please. Oh, I don't think we'd ever have that issue. Not with our wonderful listeners. No. Uh, those are all great ways to get a hold of us. If you decide to join us on Patreon, too, you can just look us up there. It's patreon.com slash CritterCast. Yes. Um, and you can join us at any number that you feel comfortable with. Or if you'd like to just make a one-time donation to support the podcast, you're welcome to, mm-hmm. to uh, PayPal us at our email, CritterCastPodcast.gmail.com. Absolutely. Um, or you can buy merchandise, and that helps support our podcast as well. And then you get some 
something cool for it. <laughs> yeah. And you can do that on our Redbubble shop. So that's redbubble.com slash shop slash CritterCast. We have it linked on our website. Yeah. So you can check our website. Our Redbubble is linked there. If you love our artwork and you want to see your own pet in that style, yeah. our um, art by Zara. And we have is, a link our to friend her Zara, on our Redbubble. linked on our website as well. Um, so love it all. We hope to to hear more from you guys to see are you enjoying it are we talking about animals you're interested in do you have animals you really want to hear about also Uh, tell us about your animal encounter well about what what you have what animals you have seen and enjoyed yes any anything we (laughs) don't care it could be anything yes did you did you give uh, a bee a little piece of your crumb cake and then accidentally fall in love with it i want to know I want to hear that love story, <laughs> and I want it to be a musical with a full score. I don't understand why you don't watch the B movie with me. <laughs> you would understand. <laughs> mm, pass. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so let us know. We hope to hear from you soon. That's it for us here at CritterCast for this week. Yeah. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Crocodile. <laughs>